Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313-RADICAL now. That's area code 313-RADICAL. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you are divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court. The Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast is here to help you fix your Catholic marriage while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. And we're Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day while also helping men understand marriage, and courting, not dating, in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 99th episode, we talk about how to save my marriage when my wife has just plain given up. Today, we uncover gift number 13. Again, getting that cue because we're going to take your live calls as we always do. Think of some your questions that you want. Get on there so we can help. I can help you. And in return, we can both help each other and other people that are listening and that will listen on the rebroadcast and <laughs> on the podcast when I cut it up and put it uh, as an audio podcast. So really. You know, you're helping a lot of people when you call in. You really are. You just don't realize it. And that's what I'm all about, helping as many people as we can. Why? Because the society's kind of hmm, screwed up. <laughs> so get in the queue for some resolution to your marriage confusion. 
the quote of the day. So let's do this. Quote, love that is held together only by the flesh is a fragile as the flesh. But love which is held together by spiritual oneness and based on a love of a common destiny is truly until death do us part. What makes a true mutual inheritance is not the sharing of the same sensations of pleasure. Rather, the sister soul and brother soul are formed in the daily common communion with the same joys, sorrows, efforts, and sacrifices. One can yearn for another after knowing flesh unity, but it is impossible to yearn for another after soul unity. It is not enough just to share the same words and the same enjoyments. One must also share the same silences. Mary treasured up all these sayings and reflected on them in her heart. Luke 2.19 Those who do not yet love one another deeply have need of words. Those who deeply love thrive on silences. End quote. Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen, book three to get married. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confusion. Now on to today's Catholic Radical Rant of the Day, and that is how to save my marriage when my wife has just given up. Gift 13 of the Holy Lover series continues. Why must a husband always be curious about his beloved? That is one of our questions that we want to ask today. We want to um, ask today and answer. Why must a husband always be curious about his beloved? Why does the more knowledge we have of God and our beloved garner more love, devotion, and passion for them? The knowledge of each one of them. Knowledge garners love. Why do men, once they conquer a woman, get complacent? That's right. I said conquer because that's how men think about it. They don't want to admit it, but that's how they do. It's, it's, a, it's a natural instinct kind of thing. You know, I had her. Now what? Now next. Well, who's up next? And if who's not of next is the question, then what happens is they start to uh, take them for granted and not appreciate them, things like that. Men don't do it on purpose. Women do, women do it too. Don't get me wrong. Women do it too, but not nearly as bad as men. Men, it's kind of like in us like that. Um, and so that's a question. Why do we, why do we, even, why do we do that? You know, um, why do, why do men, once they, I'm sorry, why is passion, fire and excitement for our wife so important in our marriage? Why is passion, fire and excitement for our wife so important in our marriage? Why can't we muster up that excitement when we see our wife every day? Why can't we be actually interested in actually what she has done for the entire day that she wasn't with you? You know, what what does she encounter? Who does she talk to? You know, why aren't why aren't men, why aren't husbands interested in that anymore? Because when we first when we first talked to her, 
we first met her and we was tr- and we thought she was beautiful and we wanted to talk and date her and court her and eventually marry her. We wanted to know everything we could about her. Why has that changed over six months, over a year, over five years, over 12 years? And that's one of the reasons people don't get married, women. That's why a man doesn't marry you. If you sleep with him before you marry him and then you live with him before you marry him, what does he have to gain by marrying you? Think about that. What does he have to gain? The mystery's gone. And it's important that as a woman that you understand that. We must keep your legs closed if you want to get married. Even if you don't want to get married, you better keep it closed. Because every time, every man you sleep with, it damages you psychologically, it damages your soul, and it damages you spiritually. And emotionally, it really, really does. It really does. It's very important that you as a woman understand that. You know, don't let a man use up your beauty, your vitality. Don't let him do that. You know, if he loves you, he'll marry you. I don't care what anybody says. If you make that man want to be a better man, he will marry you. If you if you give him every if 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 you have no more mystery about you, he's just gonna hang out and, and live with you and, and drive your car, eat your food, spend your money, you know, that's what he's gonna do. Then of course guys are telling me, oh Jerry, don't be telling that secret. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> the secret's out. These young boys been doing it for 50 years now. They've been doing it for 50 years. It's been 50 years, been boys been doing that. And it's even worse now than it used to be. Used to man has some pride about himself. If he lived with you, he he pay at least half, half for most of the bills. You know, he paid the rent, most of the rent, you know. But now it ain't even, you know, a lot of the, a lot of these young boys, they drive your car, use up your gas, <laughs> use up your heat in your house, eat your food, <laughs> don't want to wash the don't wash the sheets, don't do nothing. You know, but as a woman, you let them do it. So what are they going to do? Men don't do nothing unless they're they're in a lot of pain or you as a woman make them do it or God sends enough pain to make them do it. Those are the only motivations for men to make them do something. Okay, so that's that's an important question. So why is fire and passion, excitement for a wife so important in our marriage? Why must why must. We continue even after 50 years of marriage to learn all we can about our wives. That's very important that we really understand that question. Like we think, you know, I think a lot of men think, well, I didn't have her. I, I We talk every day. Uh, we've been married for 50 years or 10 years or whatever. And, you know, I know thing is know about her. Well, I ain't got to be asking her no questions. I ain't got to ask her what she thinks about nothing. I already know what she thinks. You know, that is a rookie mistake. That is a rookie mistake. Okay, so in our last series, we covered what? We covered 33 clues to help you understand your marriage may be or definitely is in trouble and how to avoid it. It was called Clues My Wife Wants Divorce. Okay, Um, that was very successful on Facebook as far as the uh, another video I did where I put all of them in one. Um, Man, people like that video. (laughs) So um, but I know men, we just refuse to listen. And when it comes to our marriage and relationships, we don't think the same as we do about fixing our car, our job, and things like that. We we think about relationships as they're expendable. You know, um, relationships are expendable. So if they're expendable, then they're just a problem to solve, and I can get rid of it, either solve the problem or get rid of it. You know, like our car. If, if our car can be fixed, we fix it. If the car can't be fixed, we get rid of it. That's how most men think about their relationships with their wife and their kids and their um and God.
That's how they think about it. And when you think about it like that, you're right. It is expendable. It is. You think about it like that. But of course, marriage is 10,000 more times more important than your car. Okay. So divorce, separation, no arguing constantly. But in the Holy Lover series, I give husbands solutions. I give you solutions in this series. We focus on a lot more positive things of what you can actually do to help your marriage thrive. If you are in a boring, lackluster marriage, if you are in a bad or terrible marriage, you know, and you're in marriage crisis, then these things can help you when you go get help from a marriage coach or, or a therapist, whoever you get help from, because you're going to get help from somebody because you can't solve that. On. You cannot solve marriage crisis on your own. That's straight up, straight out. You cannot. I'm just going to be bold and say it. You listen to this podcast right now cannot solve, solve marriage crisis on your own. You need professional help. You know why? Because without that, your wife, if, you're, if your wife is wants to leave, she wants to ask, she asks for a divorce, she wants a divorce, she wants an annulment, she wants space, she wants to be near you, she doesn't want to have sex with you. All those things are marriage crisis. And if you could solve it by yourself, you wouldn't be where you are. That's why you need somebody that has a system that knows what to how in order to, in order in in what order to do the system in, so that you you can draw your wife back to you. Some counselors can do that. That's very very rare. Marriage coaches, that's what they do. And you need one if you're in marriage crisis. Okay, so. That is why we kind of focus it on the positive of, of you know, things that you can do. Because um, even then, even listening to this podcast, this will give you philosophies and things you can do. But when it comes down to it, you need help. You need more personal help. Okay. So uh, if you do, though, what you do is you take your little butt to SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and you set up an appointment or watch that, that marriage masterclass. And then you start getting asking the tough questions and, and start getting things fixed. Okay. So most men, um, so what we'll do is after this break, what we'll do is we'll go deep, deep dive into uh, gift number 13. I'm not going to reveal it because I wanted, I want to, to really, I want to say it and then go into the content right away. Um, again, why? Because I want you to be a holy lover. I really do. You know, holy lover is what? You being the man God created you to be. Boy. How tough is that? Who even knows that's what I'm supposed to be doing? And secondly, you being the man, the husband, your wife needs. That's a holy lover. That's what you are. Okay. If you really get down and dirty and get yourself in the game, if you are not my friend, if you are not a holy lover right now, it is time for you to get up and get busy and get to work. No more excuses. It's time to enter warrior mode. Stop letting Satan get in between you and your wife. And get on your, put your armor on, don your shield, and 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 put that, get that sword ready, because yo Satan has your wife up in the tower, and it's your job as a man to go get her back. That's how you gotta look at your wife every day, man. Listen, y'all think I just be playing when I be saying this stuff? I'm not playing. I am not playing. I see, look. This society will steal your wife from you. <laughs> it will. It will. It will steal your wife. You will come home one day and your wife won't even be the same woman anymore. She will just be, won't, won't talk to you, won't say nothing. I just, it's just crazy. It's just like, bam, it changed. You know, 
Um, and the society will steal your wife. Why? Because society has a lot of lures. Satan has a lot of lures to it. You know, especially other people. Other people are Satan. They are. Y'all don't believe it, but demons influence us all the time. They really do. And if your wife is getting told, you know, you know, your husband, he he he, he need to leave him. He he's not treating you right because you deserve to be happy and, and all that kind of stuff. You should be able to do whatever you want and not to consider anybody what anybody else thinks. That is so from hell. And it's selfish. No one can do whatever they want in this world. You need some a partner, someone to go through life with. To, to make your life worth something that that's God and your and your wife and your children or if you are religious like a pastor or a priest then you're and and you know really people should really if you I mean uh if you're a pastor or a priest or something you know your your wife is the church your wife is your 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 um your wife is your parishioners that's your wife remember Jesus died for his bride the church so what does that mean that means what? Um, that means that um, Jesus died for his bride, the church. Why? Because he wanted to give himself and save us from ourselves and from sin. So that's why you as a husband, that's your job to die to your wife, your bride every day. That's why it's your job as a pastor and a priest to die to your flock, to your parishioners every single day. That's why priests aren't married. Protestants. That's why they're not married because you can't do that properly without if you if you you can't do that properly if you got a wife and a children to take care of because you got to take care of them first. So your parishioner is going to always be second, third, fourth, fifth, or whatever they have to be because in the eyes of God you got to save your marriage and save your children. And that's why priests aren't married. They're not married because they cannot serve the, they cannot serve their bride properly. That's why you can only be married to one bride. That's why I have one wife, you have one wife, the priest has one wife, the church. In this country, you can only have one wife because everybody knows instinctively that you cannot serve one more than one woman and do her justice. And, and you, can't, you can't do that to make her feel that she's loved and she's cherished and she's party number one. That's why people love priests, because they give their entire life to Christ and his bride, the church. Now, a lot of priests have forgotten that, and they forget it. A lot of bishops have, too. They have forgotten their way, but I don't care. But that's, that's their purpose. That's what they're supposed to be doing, and it's time that we as, as we as lady get in the priest's ear and get in these bishops' ear and let them know that their job is not to sit up there with these beautiful garbs on and collect all this money and, and do all these uh, projects for the community. No, their job is to take care of their flock. They're responsible for the souls in their archdiocese. Priests are responsible for the souls in their parish. Okay? That's why priests and bishops and cardinals and popes ain't married. Because there's no way, it's hard enough to do it with, with, without a wife and kids. With a wife and kids, it's almost impossible. Okay? That's why you as a man, when we love, we, when our wife starts to feel we don't love them anymore, it's our job to make them feel that. Why? Because you. that's why as a man, you have to put your bride first. You have to put your bride first because it's hard. They have, for worst of all, they have maintenance. <laughs> they, they have maintenance, dude. Every woman is high maintenance. They try to act like they ain't. A lot of them try to act like they like because they ladies, but they 
all know inside they have maintenance. That means what? They need your attention. They need you to show you show them that you love them, that you care about nobody else but them. And that's how it is. That's what they signed up for. And that's what your job is to fulfill that promise every single day. And even me, I'm starting to think, man, that I'm I'm doing too much. I'm I'm I want my me and me and my wife, I want to spend more time with my wife. You know, I'm starting to that I need to, you know, pull back some more. And I'm a marriage coach. And so, but see, the thing about it is, is you're gonna make mistakes. The thing about it is, is be aware enough to know when when you you know you have to keep your radar open. You got to keep your radar up as a Catholic man, as a Christian man, so that you can always kind of feel when something ain't quite right. And that's how I roll. I always roll like that. I'm no different than you. I'm and I was, all my dudes know in my program. I don't I don't play like I'm this perfect guy. The the difference between me and everybody in my program and everybody most most men in this country is I am I my radar is very aware to when things ain't quite right. Now I'm not saying things are terrible or they're even I'm they're still great, but see I don't want to go below great. You see what I'm saying? That's the mindset as a man you got to have. And that's the mindset priests and bishops should have. Like okay, things are going great, but you know, I don't want things to go back. To, I don't want things to go to good. I don't want things to go from good to bad. I don't want things to go from bad to terrible. So that's what I'm saying. You gotta, it's called, I call it marriage maintenance. You gotta, you gotta keep everything up, up, up at good and great. And you, cause you don't want it to start slipping. Cause well, it's hard to bring stuff back once it goes down. Just like when you, if you 400 pounds, when you 100 pounds, 100, 100, we say when you're 200 pounds, hey, things are good. And when you start getting up and up and up and you don't stop it, you're at 300, then four, it's hard to get that weight back down. That is the way marriage is. It's exactly the same way. It becomes very, very difficult. So with that being said, we're going to take a quick break. I hope you guys are really trying to understand that and trying to understand how I set this up because it's very. this is what I'm going to talk about today is very, very important. And I want you guys to really, really feel what I'm saying because this literally, what I'm going to talk about, this literally can save your marriage and keep your marriage on a good, good note. And I hope that you will stay with me. Be back. Bam. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, all right. So tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. See, I don't like announcing guests 
but I am because you know he was on before, so he'll probably he hope he'll be tomorrow. I just hate technical issues be making me mad. But so um, we tomorrow we're gonna get back into our part two of the pornography um, and how that can ruin a marriage and how to help you get out of it, how to stop pornography, uh, how to stop from masturbation, and all these kind of things that are against the offenses of chastity. Um, as a man, that stuff, you know, the offenses to chastity hurts your holiness. Um, it hurts you. It hurts your soul, man. It hurts your relationship with your beautiful wife and your children. Um, and, and so w- tomorrow, you know how I am. I always want to try to help you. Uh, Steve was on last month and he wanted to come on again because we didn't get to finish. It was a mutual thing. He wanted to come on, too. And I and I wanted to bring him back because, you know, for not everything, believe it or not, man, everything has to do with marriage and God. Marriage and God are in everything, in everything. And, and what we have to do is we have to get yours right. Get your marriage right so you can clear your head so that you can get your life back with, you know, get your life in better and be closer to the, to the Holy Father and to our, our Lord Jesus Christ is where it's supposed to be. So tomorrow we're going to have Steve Picardi on. Um, we're going to talk about uh, how, to, how, to, how to get pornography out your life. And if you don't have it in your life, how to keep it out of there. Right. Okay. So let's get with it also in calls. So calls, remember this is a call show, not a con- content show. So if you have any questions about what we're going to talk about, as you hear me talk and we have a question, you know, I always stop the content to kick the calls because that's, that's what's most important. And so let's rock this. Okay. So how to save your marriage when your wife is given up. Oh my goodness. That is the theme of the Holy Lover series. And, and, and it's, it's a perfect, it's a perfect title. You know, because it takes wives a long time to give up on their marriage. They just don't do it easily. That's why once they once they do give up and you try to get them back, they ain't trying to hear a word you're trying to say. They think you're trying to manipulate them. They think you're lying. They don't trust you. It's like because their their thing is well, if if you if you love me so much, then why do you got to wait till I want to leave till you want to start acting right again? <laughs> That's man. I talk to them all the time. And if my wife was on this race, she'd tell the same thing. If you love me so much, why'd you neglect me so much? If you love me so much, why didn't you appreciate me? If you love me so much, you know, why didn't you learn how to be a better lover? Heck, I don't know. It don't matter. They have all kind of things. They have all kind of things that they talk that they that they want to do, that they talk about. So this is what I'm trying to get you to understand. So we are talking about gift 13. And gift 13 of the holy lover, the gift states, a holy lover never ceases to learn every inch, every inner thought, every mystery of his beloved, no matter how long the marriage. Oh, oh, Jerry, why are you doing this to me? Now, come on. I love, I share your podcast all the time. I give comments. I even call every now and then. And you're going to do me like this, man. You're going to do me. How could you do me like this, Jerry? You mess with my caffeine high again this morning. You know, you're going to tell me that a holy lover is what? He never ceases to learn every inch, every inner thought, every mystery of his beloved, no matter how long the marriage. Oh, my goodness. Plain and simple. If you have fire, passion, desire, and excitement for your wife, she eventually succumbs and will have that same or even more fire, passion, desire, and excitement for you. Passion in fire and excitement is contagious. 
If you want your wife to know that you love her, one of the ways is you try your best to learn everything you can about her, not being a prideful, egotistical maniac and thinking, I know everything about her already. You don't. I don't. No man does. That's why God gives you one wife. One. Because in a lifetime, it's like the beauty of the Catholic Church. You cannot learn everything in one lifetime. God has made it so beautiful and everything is so in depth to even know him, love him and serve him. It's very, it's very in depth and beautiful. And it's hard to learn that your entire life. That's why most people you talk to that are in the Catholic church that love Christ, they love, they love, you know, they're excited about God. They usually focus on like one thing, except somebody like St. Thomas Aquinas or something, you know, who 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 had over a million pages of the Theologica, and I mean, can you imagine writing a million pages down? It's basically a book, a diary. That's what he did over a million pages, and so that is what priests and bishops and popes and all of them before 1960, every single one of them went into that that million pages and they learned about God. They learned about. The, the faith they learned about it. If you are a pastor and you're not a priest and you're in a, in a, a um and you are a Protestant, if you're not going to join the Catholic faith, then what you need to do is get Saint Thomas Aquinas, which is some of the who is he, which is the one of the smartest men in the history of the world, and you pick up his Theologica and you start studying it, and then you find somebody that, that knows about it and that can teach it to you. You'll be in the Catholic faith then because you'll realize that is where Christ started and wants us to be. So that being said, um, I hear all the time, oh, my wife is not the passionate or exciting type. I hear that all the time. I hear it all the time. I can't. Oh, I heard. Matter of fact, I heard it Friday. You know, uh, me, man, my wife, she ain't the hug me and, and, and lovey dovey type and all that stuff. Man, that ain't true. That ain't true, man. Yes, your wife is. She just don't want to be lovey dovey with you. She don't want to hug you. She don't want to kiss you. And you're her husband. So it, it, look, if your wife treats you like she treats everybody else, then that should be a clue. Oh my God, something's wrong. If your wife is not a huggy type person with anybody and she's like that with you, that's, that means something's wrong. Because I guarantee you your wife wouldn't like that when y'all got together. She wasn't. And if, if she was... She hit it and she came outside herself and she hugged you and showed affection and all that stuff. But most women, especially, they they are they are nurturing. So you but they have to trust you, you know, and and feel that you want the nurturing back, you know. So um now um no, the sad thing is her husband is not the passionate or exciting type. I have taught for eight years now that if a man's marriage is boring, it is because he is boring. Hear what I said. If a man's husband's marriage is boring, it is because he is boring. Now, that's just a straight up truth. Your wife wants you to sweep her off her feet. She wants deep love. She wants you to be her soulmate. She wants to be watched with you. But she wants you, she she is going to help, but you have to bring it out in her. That's how it works. Men, we always expect women to, to, to serve us and, and do us. And, and they are. They're supposed to. 
but we have to motivate them to bring that passion and fire excitement out. But we don't anymore. Uh, not anymore. Men over the history of the world have been like that. You know, well, she's supposed to have sex with me because that's what I want. That's not true. Of course, it's a mortal sin for you or your wife to not give each other the marital embrace when they reasonably ask for it. Who wants to be like that all the time? Who wants to, if, if, if you were a wife and you had sex, your husband sex three or four, five times a week, and she's doing it because it's her duty as a wife because that's what God wants her to do. I mean, dang, man, won't you think that might get old after about a month? As a man, we, but if you as a man, as a, as a great lover, you bring that out in her. And then when she makes love with you, she enjoys it. She's having a good time. Sure, we can make love, not every night, but we can we can do four or five times, six to whatever you want, you know. But she, it, it's good that sometimes you want your wife to not to want to make love to you as a husband because of duty all the time. You want sometimes for her to want to do it because she knows that she's going to enjoy herself too, that she's going to have a good time. She wants to make love to you, her husband. Okay, and I'm not saying that's easy. I mean, it could be done, but I'm just saying it, it, it needs to be thought about. Okay, think about it. Excitement is contagious. Even when you walk in the door, your kids run up to you and tell and, and yell, Daddy's home, Daddy's home. I, I'm so happy to see Daddy. That is contagious, ain't it? That is contagious. You then get excited for your kids. You are a player on a sporting team and are about to play your first game, okay? Your coach or captain hypes the players up to get them excited because they are excited and everyone jumps in and returns the energy. See, it's exciting. You know, you've seen it all the time, you know, uh, the uh, you're on a football field. You know, the dude, the, the coach or the captain starts hyping their body up and the dudes start jumping them. They get excited too. Then that emotion start now, you know, that's how your wife is. That's how she is. If your wife walks in the door and you are genuinely happy to see her, or you walk in the door and she you're happy, she's happy to see you, or whatever, then that makes you feel like, wow, this is great. And that makes her feel the same way. Like, I've been working hard all day, I'm dealing with these crazy people all day. And then I come home and my spouse is just sitting there going, Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was your day? Was that all right? Yeah. And then they can't even spend 30 minutes to an hour you know, talking to you to get to, 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 to learn about the day, to really learn about your day. I hate when I ask somebody, uh, 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 I see a husband uh, 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 ask his wife, hey, uh, so how was your day? Uh-huh. It was all right, but it wasn't bad. What? You, you, so you're saying you didn't talk to nobody. You didn't have no conversations. You didn't do no work. There was no problems. Nobody, nobody irritated you. Nobody did. You didn't pray. I mean, you didn't what? You didn't do nothing. Your day. You didn't have no stories to tell. Nothing. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's that's bull, and everybody know what this to be saying. You know what it is. You know what it is. There's people lazy. They lazy. You need a. You need to talk and have a conversation with your wife at least thirty minutes to an hour a night. It's called a bonding conversation. Why? Because you guys don't see each other that much. So then if you just come home and eat and go to bed and you don't talk and have nothing, you don't talk about nothing, then basically you're just like a person at work. No, you're less than a person at work because the person at work, they talking for eight hours. You know, it, it just makes sense, man. It just makes sense. Okay. So we, you know, when we first meet our wives, we're excited to see them each and every day. 
We just can't wait to see them. And when we do, we are so happy. We show excitement for them. And in return, they are very happy and excited to see us. Somehow once married, though, somehow once married, we forget this joy, happiness, and excitement that was so contagious. Remember that song by Mason Franklin Beverly? Joy and pain. I like sunshine and rain. Boy, that's my song. That's the song. But anyway, that's what it is, man. You're going to have joy. You're going to have pain. You know, you're going to create excitement or you're going to be boring. Right? My wife said, she told my kids that. She told my kids that. My kids to say, I'm bored. I'm bored. My my wife always used to tell them, well, if you bored, that's because you're boring. (laughs) So now it's only now what is it? Okay. You're married. You know, if you got the joy, the happiness, and the excitement that was so contagious, now is what? Only, hi, babe. How was your day? What's for dinner? I mean, if you were a wife, would that excite you or even stimulate you? This is why when guys come in my program, I say, look, man, and you start ch- and you change, you've got to give your wife time to get used to the, your change. Because before, this was you. This was you. Oh, Hey, hi, honey. How you doing? How was your day? Okay. Well, what's for dinner? Okay. Well, I'm going to go take a shower and uh, I'll be back later. Okay. That was you. That was you. And so, so then when you come on my program, you start changing and you start understanding the, the hood that you're supposed to be. They expect, they expect the, the husband, the, the, the husband, he expects her to just, just all of a sudden just change and just accept him and, 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 and everything be cool in like two weeks. No, no. You've got to give your wife time to see that you are this man because she does not trust you anyway. So it's going to take time. Okay. So, I mean, so boredom comes with inaction. Hear this, what I'm going to say. These next four statements are so important. Boredom comes with inaction. Boredom comes with a lack of the pursuit of knowledge of a thing or person. Boredom comes with a lack of curiosity for the mother of our children, our beloved, the person we have chosen to spend forever with. Boredom comes from a lack of interesting and pleasurable conversation. Your beloved has many mysteries to her. It is your job as her hero to search out and reveal each and every one. And that starts with curiosity and conversation. Can you do this, gentlemen? Can you leave your ego alone, leave your pride alone, and suffer and sacrifice to get the wife that you want, the love of your life, so that in return, you can be served? And she will serve you happily. This is what you've got to understand. If you build closeness and your wife knows you love her and cares about you, everything, she will serve you way more than you serve her. And she will do it willingly, no matter what any crazy divorced woman says out there. No, no matter what any home wrecking man says out there, your wife will ignore all them crazy people and the Satan, and she'll be for God and for you and her kids. No matter what her career is, believe it or not. She would might act like she wants to be a lawyer and blah, blah, blah. But then as soon as you start getting unhappy with her, she will change. But you have to make her want to change, right? So can you muster up enough drive, motivation, and fire to once again learn the mysteries of your beloved? Because if you don't, in the end, you will lose her. Did you hear me? 
if you don't muster up the excitement and the drive and the motivation, the fire and desire and learn the mysteries of your wife and be curious about her in the end, you will lose her. You and her be 70 years old, 60 years old, 80 years old, and be in a boring, lackluster marriage that neither one of you really wants, and you can't wait to die because then you feel like you'll be more excited. <laughs> oh, man, I'm telling you, dog, that's what it is. That's what it is, baby. But, Jay, you ain't got to believe me. You ain't got to believe me. I only have been doing this eight years and talked to so many people. I'm telling you. This is what, and, and when I say another thing too, I want you to believe me. When I say you need help, I'm not lying. You need help. If you only got one or two, three problems, you know, you don't really need no help. I'm being honest with you. You really don't. You can figure that out on your own. But when you get in marriage crisis, you need help. So why? Because this is why I'm going over this today to teach you how to be close to your beloved. That's what's up. So, so. And this will be a sad and sorrowful day. It'll be a sad and sorrowful day to lose your wife. It will. It will. It will. And you don't really realize how sad and sorrowful it will be until it actually happens. Okay. So remember, she signed up because of the promise that we made to them to what? To love, honor, and cherish forever. And the cherish part always seems to get put on the back burner after a year of marriage. If you don't embrace anything in this show today, I beg you to embrace this. Your wife signed up to be priority number one in your life. Again, your wife signed up to be priority number one in your life, to be made to feel special each and every day, to be courted, dated, and swept off her feet. In essence, she signed up for forever. And she signed up for forever for your love. Will you fulfill that promise? or continue to allow the fire to burn out more and more over the coming decades. Today, I offer you some ideas that will help you get back in the say in the game for the heart of her, the soul of her, and the mind of her. She is waiting. Will you disappoint her? I think not. I'm not going to let you disappoint her anymore because you have no excuse. If you listen to this podcast every day, and you go and you say mycatholicmarriage.com and you get help on the Watch the Marriage Masterclass and you call me and you want more help after that and you call me and we get together, I tell you, I'm not going to allow you to fail. We will take care of this, okay? So, tongue-tied, curiosity and conversation, rebuilding emotional closeness with your beloved, okay? So, now, be curious about your wife and learn her mysteries. This is if so important. There, your wife has a lot of mysteries. Your wife, when you first got married, was what, 19, 20 years old, 25, 30? And now she's 35, 40, 50, 60? You don't think that your wife has not learned anything over the past, what, 40 years or 20 years or 10 years? You think she's the same knowledgeable or unknowledgeable person that she was back then? Of course she's not. This is why you must continually ask your wife what she thinks, what is on her mind, like her dreams and stuff. Talk about that stuff. Because people forget to, to, to give of themselves. Giving of ourselves is what? Giving what's on our mind and in our heart and in our soul. If you want to capture the heart, mind, and soul of your wife again, you've got to learn about her again. 
This is why people people mess with me all the time. Like I go on people's podcasts all the time, and they just can't believe how fired I am about Christ. You know why? You know why I've been like this for 15 years? My wife could probably tell me it's longer or short. I don't know. But 15, you know, I've been like this for 15 years because I never stopped trying to learn more about God. I don't. And you know what? And so at first, the way to learn more about God is through first is through meditative prayer. That is where it comes from. Meditative prayer. And once you start praying and then you start studying God, like watching videos about God, watching, you know, Catholic videos on like Sister Fidelium or like listen to priests and exorcists who understand the faith and theologians who understand the faith. Man, the, of course, the knowledge of God, it becomes with prayer, it becomes more and more fire and fire and fire. Bish, the bishops right now cannot understand why the lady is so pissed off. You know why we pissed off? Because we want the word of God. We come to you for that and you don't give it to us. And we are on fire and we want to knowledge all we want of God. And we don't want to sit in a in a in a pew for an hour or two hours on Sunday and not hear about our Lord Jesus Christ in the flesh, the word. That is how you build your parish, priest. That is how you build your prayers, Mr. Protestant pastor. You preach the word. Stop with this trying to make everybody happy stuff. People don't come. People that want to know God don't come to you for you so you can make them feel good all the time. They want the truth of the word of our Lord. That's what they want. The death, the judgment, the heaven and the hell. They want the four last things. And if, as a priest and a pastor, if you're not preaching on that, you are doing your injustice to your flock to the ones who you are charged to save their souls, you know? And, 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 and that is what your wife wants too. She wants a man on fire for her. No woman, no matter who they are, wants to be in a marriage where she feels her husband's not excited about her every day or not even every day, but every week, at least every month or something. You, 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 I mean, I know a lot of guys. This is why. This is why my. This is why this is called Catholic Alpha Radical. My website is called CatholicAlpha.com. You know why? Not because I'm some. I want to be some alpha, whatever, dude. Personally, I don't even care about that crap. I'm saying that you got to be an excited, passionate man in your home. You got to be a passionate, excited man for your wife in your home. You can't be a laid back, boring lump on the log in your house. You know why? Because then your wife will start to think, what the heck am I doing? I got 50 more years of this. Think about it. if you were your wife and you looked at you in the mirror, you were looking at you. What would you think about you? Think, I mean, just ask yourself that question. Really? It's not that deep, fellas. It's really not. Just look at the relationship from your wife's side at least once a week. Just, just, just say, you know what? If, 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 if my wife, will my wife marry me again? Think about that. Dude, my wife asked me at least once a month, can we get married again? I'm like, dang, we, we, we just got married 20 years ago. <laughs> well, we got to do it again. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just joking, man. I'm just joking. I mean, no, she does ask that. But I'm just joking about the 20 years. We just did it 20 years ago. I'm just joking. Y'all wouldn't make my wife mad. <laughs> so anyway, let's get rocking. 
So we must stop treating our wives like she is a nine-year-old married maid. That has a job she is forced to do every day without any excitement, reward, or connection with her best friend, you, her husband. She will only engage in this type of no-reward work because of her duty as a wife or mother for a very short time before she begins thinking, hey, I didn't sign up for this. Women want to be courted, treated like a girlfriend, put on a pedestal, made to feel important, like they're the number one priority in their life. Think about it. Yes, they are high maintenance. Think about it. Through our whole life, gentlemen, through our whole life, we are taught if we're not this great athlete, if we're not this huge, great, successful businessman, if we're not this, we don't have all this money, if we're not this movie star or some kind of celebrity or something or not a senator or a, or, or something like that, that we're, we're, we're basically not as good or nothing. That is not true. And then, and then think about it. Your wife is out in that crap all day long and made to feel like that all day long. And then she comes home to this. Hey, sweetheart. How you doing? How was your day? Oh, I was okay. What are we having for dinner? Oh, we're having potatoes, soup, potatoes and soup. We are. Oh, okay. That's great. Well, I'm going to go read the newspaper and watch and watch some uh, CBS news. And then let me know when dinner's ready. Okay. Okay, dear. I sure will. That's it. Now, y'all, they think I'm not and I'm not exaggerating. That is truth. That is how it that's how people are. And just think about it. You are out in that all day long and you come home and that is what you get when you come home in your own house as a wife or as a as a husband. That's what you get. So basically, you you may you you basically feel worse. Basically, when you get home, sure, you're tired. But you want to be felt like, man, I was I deal with the Satan all day long. Now I'm home. I, I want to. Can I be embraced a little bit? And that's how wives think. Or if you're if your wife is a stay at home mother and she works hard all day with these kids and clean up the house and mowing grass and making and talking to, to talking to contractors and, and she's changing diapers and giving baths and cooking breakfast and lunch. And then you come home and just look at her and go, well, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Okay, well, I'm going to read the newspaper, take a shower, I'll be right back. Okay. That's why wives leave. And y'all got 12 kids together and they trying to leave. You know why? Because they like, I'm done with this. I did not sign up to have 12 kids by myself. <laughs> and nobody there to make me feel like I'm special. That's how it works. Okay, so. So. Women, yes, women are high maintenance, like I said before, and you must treat them as such each day. Women want a validation of your love for them daily, and you going to work at your job and bringing home the bacon is not it. Most men think, well, I go to work and I bring home the bacon and I, I buy her what she want. I got, we, we could, she could do what she want and, and all that stuff. Man, that ain't what your wife signed up for, dude. She can go get that from anybody. She can go get that from anybody, man. Think about it. She can go get that from anybody, man. She can go get, get that from somebody that's got a that's got a regular job, and he'll get her what she wants too. He'll get her, he'll buy her stuff too. He'll get her flowers too. So you've got to understand, you've got to understand, man. You've got to understand that um your wife she signed up for your love. You, you specifically, she fell in love with you. And so 
the things the things that you give her and and going to job first of all going to work is your job that's what you're supposed to do anyway i don't know why people think that i'm supposed to get all this credit for going to work dude you're supposed to go to work you got to eat don't you that's what you're supposed to do <laughs> you are stop trying to get credit for going to your job every day that's what you're supposed to do as a man that's what you're supposed to do right your wife wants to know you doing these things these small things for me that's why you don't go out and buy your wife cars all the time and buy buy, buy flowers every day and buy all this stuff every day that you could do that you can afford or whatever because women yeah they like that stuff but women man they want you to do stuff that that you do because you don't have to because you love them and women ain't stupid they know the difference like let's take for instance if your wife's job is to take the trash out you know, and you come home and your wife is like, say she's busy doing something else and you see the trash to be taken out. You either have one of your kids do it or you do it. You make sure it's done. You know, I'm just saying this is an example, but it's, it's a small thing. But guess who notices it? Your wife notices it straight off the bat. She'll walk in there and go, oh, you took the trash out. That's so sweet. And you going, oh, wow. <laughs> so dudes, really, trust me. Trust me. So, uh, so I got, let me see, I got a comment here. Oh, my wife said 15 years is correct that I've been on fire for God for 15 years. Oh, okay. And then, uh, wow, Kelvin says, good morning, Jerry, watching from New York City. Woo, New York City. That's right. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. All right, nice to have you, man. Nice to have you. So now let's get busy again, y'all. Let's get busy again. So women. So women want validation of your love every day and going to work is not enough. Remember, you must do the little things for her that shows that she knows you didn't have to and that you only did them because you care about her and love her deeply and want to make her happy. That's how you make your wife happy. You do the little things, man, the little things like, you know, instead of, you know, you send her flowers to if you're going to send your wife flowers, send them to her job, man, they love that. Oh, Lord, they love that one, boy. That is one that's I can say, honestly say that I've never, ever sent a woman flies to her job and did not explode the whole workplace. <laughs> it just it just does. And it does what? You're not doing it for that. You're doing it to make her feel special and to let everybody else know that you love your wife. And she that is what she lives for. That's what she wants. OK, so. Uh, first, compile a list about your wife. So this is how you start doing it, fellas. Now, look, this is like I'm seeing. This is gonna seem like it's a lot of work, but I'm telling you, it's really not because it becomes a habit. Once it becomes a habit, then you you start doing things for your wife, and you don't even realize it. You don't even realize you're doing stuff for, her. and then it becomes really good. Okay, so but this is how you start out because you ain't used to the, the, the system yet. So first you start doing this. You first you compile a list of everything about your wife. Now, listen, before I start reading this stuff, y'all don't be sitting up there. I'm telling you, I don't know everything about my wife. I really don't. But I try. So don't be saying, Jerry, you know all that stuff about your wife. No, I don't know all the stuff about my wife. What I am saying is it's a journey, right? It's a journey, you know, a little each day. You ain't trying to get ask your wife every one of these questions in one day because she's going to be like, man, get your crazy butt away from me. <laughs> so, OK, here we go. So 
Don't assume anything. Learn and be curious, which I already says. Learn everything about your wife, hobbies, passions, places she loves to visit, things she loves to do, etc. Don't be lazy. Get into her. Get into her like you was when you first met her. Do your homework and prepare to win. I have guys do this in my marriage in my marriage program so they get used to stop thinking about their own dang self. Stop thinking about yourself and think about your wife. Reason why is because you're not you. I have them do this stuff because they're not used to it. And you got to build habits, man. Okay, habits is makes you win, like being virtuous and holy. That makes you win. So don't be lazy. Get into her. Do your homework and prepare to win. Realize she is a woman you desire. This is another thing, man. With our wives, we got to be in the right mindset, dude. We've got to be in the right mindset. This is, the, this, this is the mindset I do not want you to have. Okay, the mindset is this. Okay. Yep, she's my partner. She has her job to do. I have my job to do. We talk a little bit. Everything's cool. Oh, we have a great, great marriage. Oh, we sure do. And, you know, she's got her thing she's got to do. And I've got my things and, and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, no, no, don't assume any of this. You, you you have to want to know about everything. I want you to be excited. Like, be curious to learn about, get into her. Like, really, she is your beloved. That's your mindset. Your mindset is your wife is your beloved. She is not your freaking partner. She is not. She is your beloved. Beloveds don't get treated like partners and buddies. They You do partner and buddy stuff together, because it's fun, but you do not, that is not, your wife is not your beloved. She is the most special person in your life, even above those ratty rat kids you got. <laughs> okay? You ha- you've got it. This is what I'm saying. When you talk to your wife, in your mind, you should be thinking, this is my beloved, the mother of my children, the woman who I chose to spend the rest of my life with. And I guarantee you that would change your whole mindset about your wife. That will, it will, it will, it will. And then once once it becomes a habit, your wife will notice, man, he sure he sure talks to me different. He really treats me better. And you ain't got to say not one word to her about it. Okay, so don't be lazy. Get into her and do your homework and prepare to win. Realize she's a woman you desire, a woman you must you just met and want to court. You know nothing about her and want badly to know everything about her. So what do you do? You learn. Where do the where do you find these things that I'm talking about? You brainstorm your own mind and memory. Uh, go to your wife's Facebook page or Instagram, Google, Pinterest, any social media site she may have an account on. Ask her parents, her siblings, her children, aunts, uncles, friends, and co-workers about the stuff. A great conversation starter is to just ask her about these things in separate conversations in a non-interview and natural mode. Look, man, if you can. People kill me all the time is, man, I don't know what to say to my wife. We don't we don't really talk. If you don't talk, how do you expect to get sexually aroused with each other? Think about it. How do you, if you don't talk and have conversations and get close and build a closeness with each other, how do you expect your wife to want to even make love to you? I'm telling you, she ain't. Unless she's 19 years old and her hormones are just raging. <laughs> you know, then they don't care. But the older your wife gets, though, it's not like that. It's not like that. 
Okay? So how to speak to your wife to build closeness. Pay attention, please. How to clearly and concisely ask her for what you want from her. Remember that she is the mother of your children and the woman whom you chose to marry. Ask without sarcasm, ask without attacking her personally, ask without attacking her authority given by God as your guide and helpmate, ask without demeaning her, ask without confronting her in front of the children, ask her as only a beloved husband can. Soft tone of voice, lovingly tone of voice, sympathetically, empathetically. Do this for me. You're asking your wife in the way you approach her. Do this for me because I love you and you love me. Then her nurturing mechanism will kick in, which is what? Her need as a woman to defend you, love you, please you, and make you happy. Okay? That's how you approach your wife when you want something. And you and you, and you practice that. It's going to take a while to get used to that, but I'm telling you, she will respond. Next. More important, remove all marriage killers from your request. When you ask, stop treating your wife like this. Don't bicker with your wife. Don't criticize your wife. Don't try to control your wife. Don't complain and bitch to your wife. Don't correct your wife. Don't blame your wife. Stop arguing with your wife. Don't debate with your wife. Don't verbally attack your wife. And stop defending yourself on some stupid stuff that you did and just admit you did it and say it's over. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth, man. That's the truth. That's the truth, y'all. Oh, Kelvin, I'm so sorry, man. Sunday, yeah, man. I don't meet on Sundays, bro. I don't know what happened. I don't know what that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't meet on Sundays. That's that's. I can't. That's that's God's day. I'd get in trouble with God and my wife. If I, but I tell you what, uh, go to SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and a, a button. Sign up again, and then a button will come up and just schedule an appointment with me again. You know, or email you got my email. Any email you have for me, just email me, Kelvin, and then I will um and then I'll send you the link personally to your to your email, and then you can just make an appointment like that. Okay, so don't do those things, fellas. Don't bit bitch, bicker, criticize, control her, complain, correct her, blame her, argue with her, debate with her, all that stuff. And if you did something, get your ego out the way, admit you did it, say you're sorry, and move on. Okay. Now, ideas of what you should be learning about your wife. This is going to be so exhaustive, and then there's tons of stuff more. But I'm doing this to prove a point. You say you love your wife. You say she's the most special person in your world. Or if your wife is left, you say, I love my wife more than anything in the world. You say, I want I, 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 I miss my wife. I love her. I want my wife back. Then, then this is what then... This is what I want to ask yourself. Do you know this stuff about your wife? Do you know her favorite perfume? Where she likes to shop for clothes? Does she like massages? Does she like manicures? Does she like pedicures? Does she like going to day spas? Her, her, her hobbies? What are the things she's passionate about? Where does she love to travel? What are her dream vacations? Um, her favorite things to do when she gets off work during the week? Things she loves to do to relax, her favorite books, her favorite genre of books, her favorite authors, what movies does she like, her favorite movie and television stars, what is her favorite kind of music, her favorite music artist, who are her, what is her favorite band, her favorite kind of coffee or tea, does she drink alcohol, and if so, what are her favorite drinks, is it bourbon, whiskey, beer, mixed drinks, etc., find out the kind of sports show that sports your wife likes, 
her favorite board game she likes, her favorite card games. Does she like gambling? If so, her favorite casino games. Does she like coaching sports, Little League, Intramural? Find out the kind of sports team she likes. If she likes NFL, NHL, MLB, NBA. Who are her favorite sports stars? Magic Johnson, Serena Williams, etc. Does she like going to music concerts? Does she like going to stage plays in a theater? Does she like going to comedy shows? Who are her favorite comedians? Find out the kind of sweets she likes. Find if they like dog, if she likes dog, cats, birds, horses. Find if she likes horseback riding. Find out if she likes going to the horse track. Does she like NASCAR, Formula One, IndyCar? Does she like going to sports car races? Do you do they like playing golf? Does she like going to animal shows, dog or cat shows? Does she like the rodeo? Find out if she likes going to the circus. Do they like bowling? Does she like going camping? Does she like traveling around in RVs touring the United States? Does she like taking train trips on track on, on Amtrak? What are her favorite sites to see? The Grand Canyon, etc. Find out if she collects art, her sports mobilia, antiques. Find out if she likes video games and what kind of games she likes. Or have sports games, hunting games, role-playing games, racing games, war games. Find out if she likes video games. What games does she do? X have Xbox, Nintendo, or PlayStation? Does she like to take cruises? Does she like mountain climbing? Does she like skydiving? Does she like taking helicopter rides? Does she like outdoor activities such as the shooting range, camping, archery, hiking, mountain climbing, biking? Find if she will consider going to the shooting range to learn how to shoot guns. Does she love to change career? Would she like to change careers to a dream career? What is her dream career? Find out if she ever considered joining the military. If so, why or why not? Find out if she like what car she likes or her favorite cars. Her dream car was her dream car. Uh, had, does she has a hobby to ever to, for racing car shows or antique cars? Uh, find out if she loves cooking or ever had dreams of being a chef. Would she love to own her own business? If so, what kind? Restaurant, nonprofit, car dealership, fitness center. Find out if they love gardening. Does she have a curiosity about learning more about her face, her favorite desserts, her favorite restaurants, her favorite candy, her favorite color, her favorite pie, her favorite cakes, her favorite donuts, her current dreams, her past dreams? Why does she give up on a dream? Why does she even want to have more than... Why did when I'm sorry, did she ever want to have more than 10 children? Has she ever wanted to move from her hometown? If so, where would she love to move to? Has she ever dreamed of being a movie star? Has she ever dreamed of being a rock star? Has she ever dreamed of being a dancer or ballet? The possibilities are endless, gentlemen. The possibilities are endless. You say you love her, you say she's the most important person in your life. If you don't know everything about your wife on that list, you better get your butt and start finding out. That's how you keep a woman. That's how you keep curious about her. And that's just the beginning. Bam. Okay? That's it. Okay? Now, real quick, real quick, the last thing that we're out of here for today is I want to teach you how to, how to continue conversations because your wife, they love conversations. They love to talk. They love to hear your voice. She married you because she loves you. So which means what? She wants to have conversations with you. I don't care what she's saying right now. I'm telling you where it was and the way it can be again. Okay? So phrases to open up your connection with your wife. These are phrases that can help you start a conversation. Like me, my father was a serious talker, but he could get you to talk about anything he wanted you to talk about. That was just one of the gifts he had. And he taught me just by being around him how to 
be be curious about people, have to inquire about people. Because listen, people care about themselves. If, if, if this, if a, a book that that is a great book is called "How to Win Friends and Influence People," if you've never read that book, please, you should. That's how you people. They will teach you how to want people want to be around you and and when you come around people want to talk to you and stuff like that and and it's, it's, it's that book is what it is and my father was one of those kind of people that when you talk to him he made you feel like you was the most important person in the room and that's how you got to make your wife feel like when you talk to your wife you're sitting down in dinner or watching tv that's why i love netflix and peacock and uh all these different uh uh on demand watching places because me and my wife can sit there and watch a movie and we can sit there and talk and talk and put it on pause and talk about the movie doing the movie whereas before internet you couldn't do that could you you had to watch a movie and then it was all messed up because you couldn't say nothing but now as a as a you and your wife you can sit there and watch like and watch a movie and then pause it like my wife used to get irritated with me because we would be watching a show or a movie and I'd say hey pause that Pause it. Yeah, pause it. And I'd make a comment about the show or the movie. And she'd go, oh, yeah, that's right. And she was a, she would be frustrated with me for a long time. But now, guess what? She does She does it, too. She'll pause the darn show, my show. Pause the show. Hey, what you talking about? What you talking about? And she'll talk to show. And we'll start talking back and forth. Dude, it's a great way to bond with your, with your spouse. So what I'm saying is, these are some phrases that you could that you could use to get your wife to keep talking. I'm not saying sit there and talk to your wife for two hours. What I am saying is you should be talking to your wife every day, every night before you go to bed. Okay? So one of these is how can I make your day better? That's one of the great things you ask your wife. You know, you ask your wife, how can I make your day better? What can I do as your husband to make your day better? Tell me more. Like your wife is talking. And instead of just, you know, you always listen and then when she's talking, you say, tell me more. What do you mean? Oh, really? Tell me more. Wow, that's messed up. You see how you do it? It works, man. Another thing, too, is something I'm struggling with, something I'm struggling with right now. Like, that means, like, your wife is talking, like, you ask, like, you tell her something that you're struggling with, like, something that that's, I do that a lot. Like, I tell my wife in my business, like, what I, what I went through that day, you know? And people, that's why... I, no one that went to work for eight hours can say that nothing happened at their job. How can you say that? Oh, nothing. What happened to work? Oh, nothing. Nothing. That's not a lie. That's a, that's a lie. That's commandment number eight, man. That's a straight out lie. <laughs> okay. So the next one is, um, uh, let me see. Did I skip one? Something I'm curious about. Oh, it's really bringing me joy right now. Is really me. So you tell your wife, you know, this is something that's making me happy right now. This is something that's making me joyful right now. And then that's a conversation that starts on that. And then you do the same stuff. Oh, really? What do you mean? Tell me more. How can I help? Like that, right? So then you ask your wife, like, how do you want to feel? Like, how do you want to feel this weekend? How do you want to feel this Christmas on your birthday, on the trip we're going on? This question is about learning how she wants to feel as well as what she wants to do so that you can plan accordingly. Right. That's a great thing. Like you ask your wife how she wants to feel and what, you know, so that way you can go, okay, well, she wants to feel happy or excited or she wants to like relax. Just wants to, she just wants to have peace. Well, then if your wife just want to, on, on a trip wants to just be relaxed and chill, you don't go plan a trip where you're at an amusement park for 12 hours. 
You know what I'm saying? The next thing is, I am trying to understand your point of view. That's another thing to stop an argument. That's how you stop an argument. One of the ways, anyway, is you and your wife are talking. It's getting heavy. And she's like, she's getting upset. And you're getting upset. And you just go, wait a minute. I'm really just, I, I agree with you. I, I, I'm just trying to understand. I'm li- I mean, I mean, you say, I hear you. I'm just trying to understand your point of view. I'm not mad. I'm not upset. I'm just trying to understand. That right there usually def- deflates stuff, okay? The next one is, how can I show up for you this week? So, like, what can I do for you this week to make your to make your week better? Like, you got a big week coming up or a boring week, doesn't matter. Just what can, what can I do as your husband or your wife to, to help you out this week, right? Next one, it meant so much to me when you, appreciation is the hallmark of a woman. You've got to show your wife appreciation. If you don't do it, you will lose her. It's a matter of time. Might not be the day, might be not, might be 40 years from now, but you will. Because it meant so much to me when, man, that meal you cooked last night was so good, man. It was real good. Or, man, I, I appreciate that you are a great mother for our children. You know, just stuff that you genuinely this is why you got to have your radar up all the time. You do, because if you do, you see what your wife does all the time. And it's easy to say that you appreciate stuff she does. Okay? Boom. And uh, that's it. So that reference is from the NBCnews.com, Better By Today. Um, that's a reference for that. But anyway, so that's what we got, fellas. That's what we got. I hope y'all like that. I, ho- I went through it quick the last little bit because I didn't have a call today. And I'm, you know, So I didn't want to sit here and keep running my flap. So that's what we have. And so what we're going to do is we are going to take a real quick break. And then we will be out of here. Bam. Let's talk about your Catholic marriage problems. Weekdays, 10 a.m. Eastern, live streamed on the Catholic Alpha Radical Facebook page and CatholicAlpha.com. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. And so, thank you all for hanging out with me today. This has been, a, I think it's been an exciting show. I kind of got really excited because I really am passionate about God and my wife. I really am. And it would just hurt me if either one of them were unhappy with me. And so, that motivates me to try my best to do right by my wife. And if you get that kind of attitude, man, I'm telling you, you won't disappoint her. Even if you make mistakes, man, she'll be like, you know, I could tell he loves me so much that I can forgive him for that. You know, guys, 
if, if the best advice I can really give you is today really is for this show is to change your mindset of how you address and think about your wife. She is not your partner. She is not your um, buddy. She's not any, she's not some, she's just, she's not a coworker. She's not somebody you're going to the golf course with. I, I don't know. It's just that your wife is your beloved. That's what God gave her to you for. And, but you have to cultivate that love and relationship. And, and, and the thing I can say is you say you love her. That's why when guys sit before me and they don't join my program and after telling me that they love their wife so much and they love her, they love her, they love her and this and that. And then I start saying, well, it's going to cost some money and well, it's going to be, well, um, you got to work hard. Oh, I do see. Well, Jerry, mm, I don't know. I got to think about it. See, that that is why you're in the spot you are now. Because you we we keep as men, we keep putting things off when it comes to relationships with God, our wife and our children. Those three relationships are the most important thing in your life above your job, above all your bills, above your credit score, above all of that. And 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 I I just hate it and and I feel so sorry for guys who I know that I can help, and then they they start giving me all these excuses because they look at their relationship with their wife and God and their kids as and their family as like it's a car. Well, it's broke. I could just go get another one. And that's as long as we and, and God's gonna say, well, I don't look at my marriage like that. Yes, we do. We do look at it like that. It's a problem that needs to be fixed. But see, the pro it is a problem that needs to be fixed. But it's a continuous day in day out problem that needs to be fixed. It's not a car or a boat or a problem at your work that can be fixed with you sitting down for 30 minutes and figuring it out and then, then go fix it or call a mechanic to fix it. A relationship, it requires consistency. God and our wife and our kids, they are human persons and God is the divine lover. We They require consistency and persistency. Not only, they don't, they don't, they don't deserve part of you. They don't deserve a leg or arm or a foot of you. They deserve all of you all the time. And that is not being needy. That is that that's what your kids and your wife and God signed up for. And you've got to give that back because if you don't, are you really the man you think you are? That's the question that we've got to ask ourselves. And I know that's a tough question to ask sometimes, but you need to ask yourself that man so that you can stay on top of your game. If we don't ask yourself the tough questions throughout your life, you can't stay on top of your game. Like if you were at your job and you're this big, or where you're you're important at your, well, not even important, but you're, no matter what you do at your job, and you guys have a meeting, what do you talk about in those meetings? In sales meetings and in employee meetings and employer me all that kind of stuff. What do you talk about? You ask yourselves the tough questions. How can we be successful? But we don't do that in our marriages. We don't. We don't say, you know what. How can I make my wife happy? I can see something's wrong. Boom. Or I can see things are going wrong in my marriage. How can I start fixing that today? What can I do? Or my wife just asked for a divorce. I need to get on that today. How can I, what can I do to get on that today? No matter what it costs, no matter, no matter what, how much work I got to do, no matter what I got to do, that's my life on the line. And that's what I try to tell guys, man, this is your life. This is your freaking life on the line right now. Money and bills and credit and going to work and your job, 
That don't mean nothing. When your wife has said, I want a divorce. God, you, you don't, you not, you have no relationship with God at all. And your kids are going to be happy and crying because their mom and daddy going to break up. Dude, how can you even think about your job at a time like that? You can because if, if you don't fix that or start fixing that, you would not feel right as a man ever. I'm, I've been through it. I've been through it. I had a failed marriage, and I still don't feel right about that marriage, man. Because I didn't know nothing. I stupid. I didn't know nothing. I screwed up my wife's life, and I didn't even know it. That's the bad thing. I didn't even know it. <laughs> so look, I, I I just let you know, fellas, that you know, ask yourself the tough questions and be a man of action and take take the steps to do to fix it. All right. So with that being said, we end with the quote from Pope Benedict the Sixteenth, as we always do. Quote: Society offers you comfort. But you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. So go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313-RADICAL. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.